This week on the Small Church Media Podcast, we are continuing our conversation around podcasting for your church. So far, we talked about, okay, maybe it's a good replacement for Sunday school. How should you set up your podcast? And this week, we're going to talk about how do you grow your podcast within the walls of your church? You ready to talk about it? Let's get it. This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Well, what is up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode, another week of the Small Church Media Podcast. By this point, you already know that the free Sermon Series Graphics mini course is live over on the Small Church Media website. If you have not signed up for that course yet, I want to challenge you to do it this week. Check this out, all right? So, you want to make good sermon series graphics for your church. In fact, I even went back onto the stats of this podcast over the last couple of weeks, and I've watched that the most popular episodes of our podcast outside of some of our interviews have revolved around sermon series graphics. So I know you understand the importance of sermon series graphics, and I know that you probably could use a little bit of help in making some better ones. So head over to smallchurch.media right now where you could sign up for the free mini course where in one app afternoon, you can make three different sermon series graphics for your church, turn them into social media posts, and even where to find more inspiration for those graphics. There's a lot of other free resources and tips and tricks over for you there on the website, but I want to challenge you to do it this week. Before we jump into this today, this today, wow, I'm stuttering a little. (laughs) You know the Sundays where you wake up and you're just like, man, my voice just ain't working super well. That might be today for me. But either way, before we jump into today's conversation on the podcast, I want to remind you that today's episode is sponsored by our friends over at Worship Tools. Worship Tools creates software designed to equip your worship team and enhance your congregation's worship experience. Planning, presenter, and music stands are all included, which is their apps, and they're completely free for your team to use. Prepare, rehearse, and present at the next level with worship tools. And you can get started with them today over at smallchurch.media forward slash worship tools, or let's be honest, you're probably driving right now. You ain't paying attention to what URLs I'm giving you. If you just go to the show notes, you can click on the link in today's show notes to take it over there to Worship Tools. Or, hey, just Google them, get connected, tell Adam that we sent you, and they will hook you up with the best free software in the history of, I would say, history of media for small churches. So check them out over there at Worship Tools. Well, we're not going to waste any time today. We're just going to jump into today's podcast to talk about podcasting for your church. Now, at the top of the episode, I already said that, you know, we talked about is Sunday school done away with in the purpose and the, the, the not, not just is Sunday school done, but we have to, again, think about just what the purpose of Sunday school was. You know, this past Sunday at our church, um, we have two different pastors at our church. We have our lead pastor. We have our founding pastor. Well, our founding pastor preached the sermon. It was kind of one of those like grandfather chats, you know, where it was just the older man giving the younger church advice from his perspective. And it was an absolute incredible sermon. But in that sermon, he said that when we are looking at things at a church before you, not just in church, but in general, but he said this quote, before you take down a fence, first figure out why the fence was put up 
to begin with because you don't want to waste your time on tearing down a fence if there's an actual purpose for that fence. But if there's no purpose for that fence anymore, don't be scared to tear it out. So when we, we look at Sunday school and asking the question of what was the purpose of Sunday school? What was Sunday school trying to actually establish for the church? It wasn't for connection. It was for education, to educate children and then educate children and adults, both in scholastic, you know, pursuits, but then from there, using things like the catechism and other different things based on your denomination to teach their people the ways of the faith and understanding how the the, the Bible works and puts together and has some sort of biblical literacy to go alongside with that. And if that's what the purpose of Sunday school was, I argue that podcasting can completely replace that. Now, of course, you know, there's gonna be a lot of pushback and going, oh, what about the community and the relationships that's built inside of that? And I get that, I, I, I get that, I really do. But if we're trying to simply educate and equip our church members to go out and do the work of the ministry and be prepared to think biblically and critically, I really think a podcast for your church is the easiest, simplest, and let's be honest, probably the cheapest ministry for you to get off the ground. And then last week, we talked about how do you even start Okay, so where do you begin if you want to have a podcast? And so after you get all your things in order with where you're going to host it, your gear, your topics, how you're going to set up all these different things, the next question that you need to ask yourself is, how do I grow? this podcast. Because you could do all the work. Let's be honest. You could do all the work of getting the right gear. I mean, shoot, you could drop seven, eight hundred, a thousand dollars in gear in like three purchases. So you can get all the gear in place that you need. You figure, okay, we're gonna host here. We're gonna we're gonna put it on our website over here. But then all of a sudden you start asking the question of where are the people? Why aren't the people showing up? And I don't want you to get caught in this awkward middle of trying to grow a new ministry and grow a new thing like a podcast, but then not seeing the results very quickly on the front end. So if we, before we even start doing our podcast, if we can get these ideas into our mind, we can set ourselves on a trajectory of actually growing the podcast pretty quickly and showing that there's a lot of benefit to having a podcast for your church. But I also know that there's a lot of other churches that already have podcasts for their church. In fact, I'm working with a church right now over in the great state of South Carolina, and they actually have three different podcasts for their church. So if you're kind of like them and you already have at least one podcast for your church, and you're not seeing the growth that you want to see. The next question you have to ask is, A, am I doing anything wrong? And then B, what can I do to grow the podcast? So to Today, I'm going to give you three ways that you can grow your podcast and then a bonus one. So I guess technically it's four. I don't know why we do that. Three. I mean, I'm Baptist. Three. What is that? Always three points. You got three points in a poem and then we're out of here for a potluck lunch. But (laughs) either way. So today we're going to talk about the three different ways that you can intentionally grow your podcast plus one bonus one that has nothing to do with your own church, but it can bring other people along for the ride for your podcast. So what is the first way that you can grow your church's podcast? The first way is you can grow your podcast by having great content week in and week out. You can grow your podcast by having great content week in and week out. This seems like a no-brainer, doesn't it? (laughs) If your content stinks, if the quality of it stinks, ain't nobody going to come back and listen to it. You know, when we think of uh, of an effectiveness of a Sunday morning sermon or trying to find a youth pastor or, or whatnot, generally what we do is we let the pastor or the, the, person that the, the person that's trying to fill that position come and they preach to the congregation because if the main person's job is to teach and communicate, you want to make sure that person actually does a good job 
creating sermons and presenting sermons to teach week in and week out. And if a pastor is not a great communicator, and if a pastor is not a great preacher and working on his sermons and trying to get better at his craft, you can bet that people are gonna check out, tune out, and to be honest with you, maybe even leave your church because the sermon content just is not great. And the same goes for your podcast. Now, I just say, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just stating the fact of the matter is the fact that it's a lot easier for someone to just pause your episode and walk away than it is to actually leave the church. But if you wanna grow your podcast, you have to shoot for excellence week in and week out. You gotta make content that your people actually want to hear and that they are highly engaged the whole time that they are listening. You wanna make sure your audio quality sounds great as well. And you wanna make your podcast feel like a podcast. You don't want it to be full of ums and pauses and awkwardness or just feel like it's some dude on a microphone rambling for 15 minutes. You want to actually have some intentionality with your episode and create great content week in and week out that people are excited to come back next week to listen to more. Or, which is even better, is if people find your podcast and they see you have a backlog of, let's say, 20, 30 episodes, and now they're just binging on the content, you know you made great content. Now, I do want to at least put this out there as well. You don't need to have the best equipment to have a great podcast to get started with. The first podcast I started with, Real Talk Christian Podcast, yes, we did have, we, we put some money into some decent microphones and we had a soundboard and the USB audio interface. So we had some decent signing equipment, but when my co-host and I go back and listen to those episodes, we ask ourselves, why on earth do people actually stick around for our podcast? Because right now, our quality is just so much better. But then we have to remember that we've been at the game for three years, week in and week out, creating content for that podcast. So as your podcast grows, and the more you do it, and the more comfortable you are in that medium, yes, the better your podcast will actually be. But right off the bat, you got to make sure that you are putting in the time, sweat, and tears that it takes to make the podcast have great content, week in or week out because if not, people won't come and hang out with you over on the podcast. So the first way that, or the first thing that you need to do to grow your podcast is have great content week in and week out. The second thing you need to do is you can grow your podcast by intentionally and unapologetically talking about the podcast. You will grow your podcast by making sure you intentionally and unapologetically talk about the podcast. In fact, Push the podcast onto your church members. Talk about the podcast from the platform. Give it some platform time, even if it's in your sermon or the announcements. But don't just say, oh, yeah, hey, hey, we have a podcast, whatever. No, 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 no. Don't just say, hey, we have a podcast. We want you to listen to it. Actually try to push the podcast as if you're pushing a VBS push, a fall launch push, some other big thing you're doing in your church. Give it the same amount of stage time you would for a big event on the platform for your podcast. Also, push it on social media. You got to push every single time you release a new episode. You can put links to it. You can do new graphics like what I do for this podcast every single week. I'm constantly pushing it out on social media. Different platforms let you create different little snippets and and tidbits from the actual podcast that you can put on social media. But either way, you got to get it on social media. Another way is through your church email. Inside of your church email, which you should be doing, and we could talk about it a little bit more. We had one episode about is church email newsletters dead? And the more I've thought about it, the more I'm like, no, they're not dead. We just need to do better at them. But include links to the week's conversation inside of the email so that people also see and know 
that is going on. Because if they are actually reading your church email and they say, hey, this is what this week's episode of this specific podcast is, here's a link to go listen to it, people are more likely to click that link. And then also, make sure you give bulletin space to this podcast, because I love the idea of making sure your podcast gets a spot inside of your church bulletin, and I love it even more if you can tell people what the next week's episode is going to be inside of the podcast, or tell people what the previous week's conversation is if you're not quite ready to put out what the next week is. And here's the big idea with all of this, all right? When you do a podcast for your church, you're not just doing it on a microphone and praying people show up. You need to think of your podcast just like any other ministry because it is a ministry. It's a digital ministry of your church. We unashamedly talk about the student ministry and whatever mission trip they're going on. We unashamedly tell people to get involved in life groups and here's different life group leaders or vacation Bible school or Awana or whatever launch we're trying to do or big party we're trying to do at the church. We push our church ministries unapologetically to our church members all the time. But the problem is, is so many times when it comes to digital ministries, for some reason, because there's not a lot of people involved in that digital ministry, they feel like, oh, we don't need to push that as much. We don't need to push our sermon archives as much or our sermon podcast that much. We just can say, oh, if you forget one, you can listen to it online. No, 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 no. We need to think of our podcast as an actual ministry of the church because it is a digital ministry of the church. So give it the time that it's due to be talked about inside of your church and intentionally and unapologetically when you're having conversations with people, talk about the podcast. And then, you know, I'm I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that one. Nope, nope, I almost said something. I'm gonna take it back. So those are the first two ways where you can actually grow your podcast. The first is you gotta make sure you're doing great content week in and week out. You also have to make sure that you are intentionally and unapologetically unapologetically and unapologetically talking about your podcast from the platform and with your church members by any means necessary. And the third thing that you need to do, and to be honest with you, this is probably one of the most undervalued but important pieces of this is you can grow your podcast by including other people in the podcast. You will grow. I want to say you will grow your podcast by including other people in the the podcast. So let's say you set up your whole podcast and you're like, you know what? We're just going to do like a like a pastor's Bible study, all right? And it's just going to be me, Pastor Bill. We're going to do a quick little 10-minute Bible study, give some, get into the passage, illustration, application, and let's just get out, call it a day. And you might be thinking, all right, Mark, so I'm just a solo guy, all right? Just me, like kind of what this episode, like this episode is me on a microphone going solo for this podcast. But I want to challenge you where even if you are a solo podcast, invite guests onto the podcast. And you can invite two different types of guests onto your podcast. One is experts that are just outside of your church that you think would be really cool for your church members to hear from. And the second is people actually inside the four walls of your church. Let me talk about the first one, though, of including experts outside of the field to include it on the podcast. You know, I grew up in a church where we didn't have a lot of, you know, guest speakers come and speak at our church unless they were missionaries. But I also know that a lot of churches will pay big money to bring other speakers into the church. And it seems like a lot of these churches that are growing really quickly are not scared to invite other people onto the platform. And the reason being is people are always excited for a new voice and for a new outlook in life and all these different things. But the problem is, is to invite someone to come step into your pulpit 
for your churches. You gotta figure out how to get them there. You gotta figure out how to house them and feed them and then generally pay them some sort of a stipend or like a, like a gift or something like that to say, hey, thank you for coming and speaking with me. Sometimes it's thousands of dollars. Sometimes it's hundreds just based on the nature of the beast. But either way, when you're asking someone to walk in on a Sunday morning and to present um, or prepare a message to present, you generally give some sort of honorarium and other things that go along with that. However, the cool thing with a podcast is you can invite people onto your podcast and ask them to talk about a very specific topic where maybe they're already prepped to have that conversation. And you would be shocked at how many of those people will do it for a very, very low cost because it just takes an hour of their time or will do it for completely free. So let's say you're doing this podcast. And you're like, you know what, Mark? We're going to, not Mark, we're going to do it for your church. We're going to do a series on parenting for the podcast. We're going to bring in parenting experts of how do you raise Christian kids, which if you want to do that, I have a fantastic guy named Ryan Coatney down at crossformkids.com who would show up on your podcast. I know for completely free. You can invite other people on the show. There's bigger names or smaller names, but you can invite other experts in the field for them to talk about what specific area they do with parenting or raising, hopefully, Christian kids onto the podcast, which then gets people more excited. Like, hey, we're having this person on the podcast to talk about this specific subject. Join us when the, when the episode releases on Tuesday or click the link and you can listen to it right on the website. That builds a lot of excitement around your podcast for your church people. But the other thing you can do is just simply include your own church people on the podcast. Like for example, you could have a lot of fun one week and just walk around your church one Sunday with your phone and ask people, what's your favorite part about our church? Or ask them other questions that maybe are are a little bit bigger of like, if you could ask God one question, what would you ask him? If you could sit down for dinner with any person alive or dead, who would it be and why? And just record all this information and figure out how to put it into your sermon and just call it a sermon. We're not talking about sermon, into your podcast. And you could just say voices from the name of your church as a little segment and just include little snippets in your actual podcast and just let people know, hey, if I interviewed you and took your question, tune into our podcast and you may just hear your voice at some point in the conversation. Another thing you can do is you could actually walk around your church and get content for your show by asking people, what's a question that you have always wanted to ask about your faith and ask it right now? And when people ask that question, you could record it and then put that question, that audio back into your podcast and that be the top of the episode. And then what's really fun is you can literally tell people or email people and say, hey, Bill, hey, Susan, hey, Frank, Hey, um, I don't know. You can pick whatever name you want. Hey, I am answering your question on this week's podcast. Here's a link. It's going to be released at, at this time, and you can listen to it whenever you want, but here's the answer to your question. And just like that, you're actually getting content that you don't have to think about and what you should talk about from your church people. You're getting content from them answering their question, telling them that you're answering their question, and now people are tuning in to that question. And chances are that if someone has that question, other people have that question as well. You could also take time in your service or you could tell people to just email in or text in questions and then let them know how you will be answering those 
questions. So at the end of the day, there's so many fun ways to get different people involved in your church. And if you bring experts or outside people in, you could push them as you have a guest speaker on the podcast that you want your church people to listen to. And you don't necessarily need to get them in there on a Sunday morning. Just get them in there on the podcast or find ways to get your own church people onto the podcast, even with their own voice, because that makes it so much better. And just like that, you are including people into the podcast, which means now all of a sudden they're engaged in it because they're involved with it. They're included in it. And hopefully people will start sharing that even more, not just with the people inside of the church, but outside of the church as well. So that's the three points. If you want to grow your podcast, it takes a lot of intentionality, but here's the deal. Everything I told you is completely free to do. It's free. Well, I mean, obviously it takes time, but it's free to create great content. It's free to just talk about it and put it where people and what your church is already doing with your emails and bulletins and social media and from the pulpit. And it's generally free to invite people onto the podcast and also include your church members in the podcast as well. But let's just say, all right, so these are three steps that you can do to grow the the excitement around the podcast just for your church family. But if you want to grow your podcast, podcast even more. And let's say you want to start reaching people outside your four walls of your church. What can you do to grow your podcast? Now, obviously, including outside people in your podcast for sure will help. But another thing you can do is you can grow your podcast by getting featured on other people's podcasts. Again, you can grow your own podcast by showing up on other people's podcasts and actually talking about what you are an expert in. Now, this is something that you don't have to do. I'm just saying that, but this is a great way to grow and an easy way to find about how to get onto other people's podcasts is A, you could literally just create a quick bio, email a bunch of different podcasts. My podcast gets those pretty much weekly, but the easiest way is to join different Facebook groups. And I'll I'll include these links in the show notes as well. But my my two favorite Christian podcast Facebook groups, and they're both run by the same guy and company. The first one is called the Christian Podcasters Association Facebook group. And then there, you can get a lot of tips and tricks about how to even grow your podcast and do it a little bit better. And maybe you have a question about how to do certain things. That's just a great resource right there for you. But the other one, which is also run by the Christian Podcasters Association, is the Christian Podcast Guest Facebook group, where the entire purpose of that Facebook group is for you to put yourself out there to say, hey, I want to be a guest on other people's shows. Or all the time, people are saying, hey, I'm looking for guests with this types of ideas who can talk about these different types of subjects. And then you're just off to the races with starting those conversations. And then from there, getting into other people's podcasts, which then will actually help you grow your podcast. A little bit ago, we had a guest speaker on our podcast by the name of Chad Harms and how he was actually able to use media to grow uh, primarily just their church's reach, but also with his sermons as well. But this is something I see Chad doing all the time. Part of it is just because he loves sharing and, and having conversations and maybe impacting people. He's a pastor. He wants to see people grow in their faith. But he also knows that since he is also a podcaster that he does, he does a podcast called Testimony Podcast where he just interviews people about their testimonies and, and stories and puts them online. He knows that he can also grow that podcast by A, making sure he gets good guests on that podcast, but 
also being interviewed on other people's podcasts because then people want to know more about him and see what he's up to in all those different ways. So if you want to grow your podcast and you don't necessarily, I don't want to say care, that's not the right word, but if you don't really care where that growth comes from, whether it's inside the four walls or hey, you just say it's an outreach ministry and you're trying to bless all these different people, you can go be a guest on other people's podcasts. And by doing such, you can guarantee get people to come back to your show engage with your show and hopefully bring more listeners to your show. But at the end of the day, if you start a podcast for your church, you need to put in the work to grow the ministry of the podcast. In the same way that you have to push to get new families in the church and new students into the church and children's ministry, all these different things, start thinking of the podcast, not just as, oh, I'm just going to record a podcast and call it a day. No, 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 no. This is an actual digital ministry for your church. And if you want to grow your podcast, you first need to grow your podcast by having great content week in and week out. You have to intentionally and unapologetically talk about your podcast by any means necessary. And then you need to include other people in the podcast, both from outside your church to get people excited about listening to that episode. And then also people inside your church to just get a sense of just community around this podcast. But at the end of the day, all of these things you can do for the most part are completely free. It just takes a little intentionality to get there. Well, guys, that's all I got for this week's episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. I just want to remind you that if you are listening over an Apple podcast, please leave me a rating and review over there. If you listen on Spotify, just leave a rating or leave a rating review anywhere you listen to your podcast. And if you do that, I just want to say a quick thank you and send you a quick gift card in the mail for Starbucks or whatever coffee shop is your taste. Because let's be honest, if you're farther north, you ain't drinking Starbucks. You're drinking Tim Hortons. If you're on the East Coast, you ain't drinking Starbucks. You're drinking Dunkin' Donuts. It doesn't matter. I got all of them around me. So I would love to send you a gift card in the mail from your coffee shop of your place. And if you're not a coffee guy, hey, shoot, we'll figure something out. But either way, I just want to say thank you for leaving the reviews over there for me. I want to say another thank you for for worship tools and sponsoring this week's episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. And also head over to the smallchurch.media website right now to get started with your free sermon series graphics mini course, or you could also download the free website audit PDF. Um, I'm working on redoing that one because I feel like after looking at that PDF, there's a lot more things we can do that will help you just give your website a quick little inside scoop, maybe do a little spring cleaning on it and making sure it's doing its job to make sure that people who land on your website go from website visitors to actual in-person visitors for that conversation. But here's the deal, guys. We're not done talking about podcasting for your church because, again, I think this is the latest, greatest idea for you to have a ministry for your church that does not cost a lot of money. It just takes a little effort. So come back next week. We're going to continue learning what we can do to help take our podcast to the next level, how to tell if your podcast is making a difference, and maybe we'll bring some friends along the way for those conversation. So come back next week, same time, same place. And you know, we're going to have a whole lot of fun over here on the Small Church Media Podcast. So until next Tuesday, I hope you have a great week. And thanks for hanging out with me over here on the Small Church Media Podcast. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.